guys. This is wait, what did I always say? Shit. Yeah. Guys, this is Cozy Cat Pod. Thank you for tuning in again. You have your host, Maxine Antoine, and then I got some. Okay, yes. Okay, I got it. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're recording. My bad. I was waiting for the recording to start. <laughs> Hi, guys. This is Maxine, your host. Thank you guys again for tuning in to the Cozy Cat Pod. Can I do another one? Oh, God, that was a great one. That was so short. Okay, okay, okay. I got another one. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Cozy Cat Podcast. I am your host, Maxine. I'm Sasha. Everyone, it's Corey, and I go by she, him, his. Oh, yeah. Sasha goes by she, her, hers. And I go by all the female pronouns, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sorry, guys. It has been a minute. We are so rusty. Um, yeah. And we have, okay, so we have an actual excuse this time outside of just regular procrastination right <laughs> um, yeah so one of the, like the, I guess one of the major reasons why we haven't had like an episode since like November and we do have like we did record one that should have came out either like late November or like the first week or so of December it's just that my laptop started going bad so I work on a 2012 um, MacBook Pro. So in computer lifetime, that shit is fucking old. It is like <laughs> the old man of laptops, right? But, you know, MacBook Pro is still a pretty decent MacBook. Um, it is definitely slow compared to like newer ones, and but it got the job done. But... You know, for those of you who like know or ever experienced this or have experience with MacBook, I started trying to boot up my computer and I was getting like the gray question mark folder, which is usually what happens when the computer is having a hard time reading the hard drive to, you know, access the operating system. So it was either like the cord or something is loose or like, the hard drive is going bad and like hard drives do have like a lifespan so they and mine again this my laptop is about yeah as of you know 2022 <laughs> um yeah my laptop is like 10 years old just about um at least of me getting it, it'll be 12 years old uh 10 years old so uh, I decided I was just going to get a new hard drive. So I am upgrading from a regular hard drive to an SSD, which will not only, you know, fix my problem of it reading, but also it'll be so much faster than the regular hard drive, you know, because it's an SSD. So, yes. So it wasn't just the fact that we, you know, <laughs> I mean, we also had life stuff happening. So there's that too. But we actually yeah. had actually had technical issues that did prevent us, you know, from getting things out the way we wanted to. Um, 
but again, I have a SSD that I'm installing into my MacBook Pro. So moving forward, you know, everything should be much smoother, you know, which is also good for like, again, I do like film stuff outside of this. So for editing films and stuff would be so much better. I got a whole one terabyte solid state. So more than enough space to do whatever I need to do. Oh, thank God. Yes. <laughs> so how have you guys been since like Thanksgiving? Uh, oh how was God. your holiday end of 2020? Like the you mean end of 2021? We've passed oh my goodness, it. yes. It's, we passed yo, on from like... 20. <laughs> I was like, the the end of my year went pretty well. Like I did well in my finals, which I'm just happy about. Got some great grades. Uh, otherwise, you know, spent time with the family. And looking forward to my next semester. That's, That's good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Was I really saying, kept saying 2020? Time is an illusion it. anyway. Time's not real. So you guys know it. Right? You know it that. <laughs> We'll go with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, if I can encapsulate in one word, my the end of 2021 till now, I would say hell. <laughs> yeah. It's just it hasn't been an easy mm. um it hasn't been an easy year last year, this year, the year before. I just getting my ass kicked in all directions, you know. Mm. So just right now I'm just trying to focus on just how to lift my spirits up honestly you know yeah yeah just keep the pushing you know kind of getting into 2021 we started we so we started the podcast in 2020 um around like november 29th i think um so november 29th of 2021 was actually our anniversary so Again, we had wanted to record this then, but we were having technical issues as well as other issues. Um, but guys, we've we have made it a whole ass year of podcasting. Yeah. Which is which is amazing. You know, most podcasts don't make it past like seven episodes and we have like, you know, over 20 something, you know, relatively being bi-weekly, you know, we have missed a few weeks, but we usually also double upload when we miss sometimes but overall we've made it a whole year of podcasting so I think despite all the challenges we had I think that is at least one milestone and one you know achievement that you know all of us you know should really be like proud of like kudos to us yeah 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 I think it's amazing. Yeah. It says a lot about our dedication, that's for sure. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. like, podcasting in the middle of a pandemic with everything else happening, um, it's, on the one hand, I think, the, on, on a weird level, on one hand, I think the pandemic was 
beneficial for like the podcast in general um Mm -hmm. only because since there was so much kind of like disruption and things going on a lot of people were working from home or there was just so much more time and the idea of like working you know remotely versus having to be in a singular place to you know to record you know having zoom because as far as i i'm concerned zoom wasn't really a thing before 2020 like i'm sure the app existed but you know as far as like people usually get on masks and stuff like that it wasn't really a thing and zoom is kind of what one of the tools we actually use to record the podcast since we don't like meet up physically in like studio or anything you know so i think that has definitely been something that has been um i don't want to say like a silver lining but you know a small blessing during such a like unruly time Mm -hmm. a podcast came at the right time yeah it's definitely yes definitely facilitated the fact that we're all in completely different locations. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it would be hard for us to meet up in person every two weeks to record. So Zoom has been a lifesaver. Yeah. And, you know, you can even speak about, you know, from experience because, um, like, this, like, Cozy Chat podcast that exists right now isn't like the first time we tried to do this. This is probably like the third time. It was like once, you know, me and Sasha were trying to do one. Then the next time me and Maxine were trying to do one. And then it was just like, you know, then 2020 happened and everyone was like stuck indoors and quarantining. So it was like, you know, why don't we all just get on, hop on here and like have a collective discussion together you know um and that's kind of like the fact that we could all just be in the comfort of our own home and stuff like that and even before before that you know i was trying to do a podcast with um with someone else i know from from college kiana amazing person right and we actually did meet up we recorded everything on like uh, on my camera and everything because I think that one's going to be more visual but everything was recorded and stuff like that but it was just like nothing ever happened with the footage so it's one of those things like third fourth times to charm and here we are <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 I have a question for you guys how do you guys think like from the time we started from now how have you guys grown individually Hmm. Hmm. Gotta think about that one. Yeah, yeah it was a good. Yeah, I mean, that's a real thinker. Yeah. I mean, I think in like small ways, you know, um, from like where I was, say, the start of twenty twenty one, compared to where I am now, right? Um, I've moved. Um, I've had like additions to the family. Um, I've had some losses of family. 
uh, it's just been, I guess it's just that, you know, general life experience and growing and stuff like that. So, you know, I think in that way, I'm definitely not the same person I was. I mean, I think basically the same person, but not really the same person I was, say, the beginning of 2021, right? You know, dealing with a lot more responsibility and, you know, different things like that. Yeah, for me, like, I'm a creative person. I did photography and film and all these different things, but for a while, I had no creative outlet. So the podcast has kind of given me that creative outlet that I've been looking for as of late. So like, it's helped for me, it's helped me give give my energy into something other than my typical day job type thing. So it's helped me grow like mentally because I find it very engaging, these different like topics that we uh, take on each episode. So I feel like it's changed me a bit because sometimes like y'all's opinions have really helped me put some things into perspective yeah I feel like I had a very similar feeling as far as like that lack of creativity um and I think that was at least for me personally it goes back even before you know 20 2020 right I think since like maybe I would say like 2016 or 2017 it's just like my level of creativity or at least my it was just a certain something that's just been diminishing slowly and slowly over time like this you know I still like I work on film projects and doing film projects and stuff like that whether it's lighting whether it's editing or cinematography or whatever but as far as like creating original works that's something that's really stagnated you know this drive to you know, this creative drive has kind of just been like really empty. So I definitely feel similarly like the podcast was a way to reignite that creativity um, and just have really good discussions about some things that like, you know, maybe that we would already be talking about, you know, I would have these type of conversations with both of you guys individually and with other friends and stuff like that. So it was interesting to just kind of record the conversations essentially and then put them online, um, you know, and adding that bit of like structure and stuff like that to the creative process has definitely been, you know, something beneficial. Yeah, I could agree with you guys too. Um, I would also add for me, um, in the ways that I've grown with this podcast is that, you know, um, it was just an, it created an, an environment where I could feel accomplished. Like I, I had my stamp on something, you know, um, something where like, I didn't have to lift like 20 lights on my back in order to like get the job done. I could just use my voice, you know, it helped me to discover my voice, my opinions, um, made me feel accomplished, but also it was a chill vibe. You know, the podcast was like that, um, is why am I saying but it's dead oh my god is um is that place for me to just 
talk because I I've come to realize I'm a talker. And that's not something that hit home for me until doing this podcast. I was like, dang, I spent like three to four hours again talking. And I said I was going to leave, but I never leave. So I feel mm. like I've developed in that way. Like, I just felt like, you know, I, I contributed to something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for you guys, what would you say are some of your like, your highlight episodes from, you know, 2021? Like, what were some of the, your favorite episodes that we recorded? Mm. For 2021, let me pull up my Apple podcast to, <laughs> to look. I think um, we do the, there's two episodes that like head to head. It was that... <laughs> informal podcast i don't think we released that one but it was the informal podcast that we did on um it was very philosophical about like time i think it was like something about time or no freedom it was about freedom mm-hmm. you know what does freedom look like to each and each one of us and yeah. the second one is where we talked about interracial relationships i know we like you know dabbled in it a couple of times throughout different mm-hmm. episodes but this particular episode like we were going in about interracial relationships um and that one was where like you know I just went you know on and on about um how I would personally feel if I had a child that was dating somebody of a different race um specifically white and so you know that episode really it was a challenging episode too because it made me like see like how you know I have this part about me that like is afraid you know for that kind of future but also that part of me that realized like you know looking back now it's like I think I can let loose a little you know mm-hmm. mm. yeah it was very it was a reflective moment you know and I, I enjoyed that podcast a lot that podcast yeah. yeah like looking back at what we did in 2021 I would say my favorite 2021 episode was black capitalism won't buy liberation Mm -hmm. Uh, our we had our first guest we had Ashley on um and it was a very interesting topic to me to delve into because it's something that I've like in the last couple of years realized with this whole like um, I would say the people who idolize like Beyonce and Jay-Z and they idolize like all these black celebrities thinking that like this is the epitome of like black excellence. It it's like, come on, they're capitalists. Yeah. Cheering cool, they got money, but that doesn't mean that they're uplifting black liberation. Like there's yeah that's not the way the path is going to go. Like, that's not what's going to bring us that liberation we want and need. Exactly. Not to say that capitalism or, you know, finance and money, like, those are real things and those are real tools. So they have a place in liberation, but they're not like, I think some people think we're just going to buy our way (laughs) to liberation. We just, you know, it's a very bootstrap mentality um yeah and even like the interracial um conversation that we were having 
I thought it was a really, uh, I, I liked the conversation. I thought it was a really interesting conversation. Um, I do think that I would love to revisit um, both of those topics because I think when it comes to like interracial dating, particularly when you're talking with, you know, amongst black people, which, you know, this podcast is mainly directed towards black people. So all of our conversations are with black people in mind and then whoever is listening, you know, feel free to take whatever you want from it. But I think that when we talk about inter interracial relationships, we end up being like, we get caught up on black and white relationships, you mm -hmm. know, but there are so many more like relationships out there, you know, yeah. Um, and it's interesting to see like how those dynamics work out too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, was I, what would I say is like one of my favorite episodes? Um, honestly, I think the Black Capitalism is also one of my favorite episodes, us not buying a way to freedom. Um, you know, kind of like what you're saying, you know, we had our first guest on that episode. Um, and we luckily we had, we're able to have three guests over the course of the past year. Um, only two of the guests have actually like, um, any of the, you guys, the listeners have probably heard. Um, the third one we recorded in late November, but then of course the whole technical issue. So her episode is coming out. You're still gonna get that, but um, I kind of I'm kind of proud that we were able to get like three, you know, guests, particularly within our like first year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, honestly, like I had, like, I'm I don't know if I like promote it. On, yeah, probably not. Cause it came out right around the time we had technical issues. I was a guest on the pod cipher podcast. And like, I feel like coming up, look out for maybe a pod cipher host as a guest. <laughs> yeah, definitely going into the next year, you know, I would say expect just even more guests and more interviews and stuff on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And feel free to send us suggestions of guests or topics. Like our our email is wide open. Cozychatpodcast at gmail.com. We are open to hearing from you guys. Yes, indeed always uh which reminds me you know a bit late into the conversation but for everyone listening feel free to like share follow the podcast follow us on instagram and twitter and cozy chat pod you know thank you to all the people who have you know rated us on apple music or apple podcast rather um and we do have five stars on that so thank you all very very much Right. Um, and feel free to leave like reviews and comments in the review, review section as well. You know, definitely want to read all of you guys' thoughts. 
but thank you for all the support you have shown us so far you know we are really really thankful for that as well yeah thank you guys so i have another question um so we're in the year 2022 and you know my sister saw this as an instagram post um and she asked me this question but what is something that you guys are planning to let go of in 2021 like you're going to keep it in 2021 and start a new in 2022 um i think something to just leave in 2021 is um i'm gonna say fear not necessarily saying to not be afraid but the idea of like letting that fear stop you from taking chances and taking leaps right i think 2022 should be year of just like you know whatever you want to do or whatever ideas you've had and you've just been letting them sit in the back of your mind you know just say yes say yes to yourself you know so I guess rather than saying fear I would say saying no to yourself right I would say leave saying no to yourself in 2021 you know if you have an idea you know just say yes to it right the worst that can happen is that it doesn't work out, but you know, you can, you have the experience and it was a good experience, bad experience, but you can learn from that experience and it can help you in whatever ways, you know, moving forward, but definitely, you know, just putting yourself out there more, taking more chances, stepping over that ledge, right? Invest in yourself. And that's kind of what I want to do. I just want to invest in myself even more than I have. I feel like I've been doing that more and more, you know, over the last few years, but I, you know, you can always crank it up. So definitely 2022, I just want to crank that up even more and just invest in myself even more and take, you know, the chance, chances that maybe in the past I would be like, oh, I don't know if that's, you know, so safe or smart and just like, just go for it. Yeah. Oh, I love um, that. Something... I don't know if I want to say that I want to leave something in 2021, but I feel like I want for 2022 to be able to really identify my boundaries. Like people have been talking about setting boundaries all like all over social media. It's like, I feel like in the past, I didn't have many boundaries. Mm -hmm. I really was heavy on people pleasing and I'm trying to get rid of maybe I'm leaving people pleasing in 2021 mm-hmm. but in 2022 I'm trying to define my boundaries okay that's important yes having people respect your boundaries and clearly defining those boundaries and if people can't respect them then you know they have to be distanced right but also having very clear defined boundaries yeah um for me i'm leaving a lot of things in 2021 but um one of the things that i'll share is that i i think i'm going to leave people just like the focus on 
being so like I guess that's people pleasing too <laughs> but mm. in the sense like going so hard for people you know I'm and just being so hard for myself and not giving that love to myself you know so I'm leaving people in 2021 and in 2022 I'm just gonna take me instead I'm gonna just put all the energy I would put onto others into myself yeah yeah 2022 is definitely a year of us investing in ourselves and really trying to build ourselves up into the you know people that we want to be and again I think that's something we should always be doing every day that never really stops but making a very like concentrated effort like this is like a focus to like we are going to move forward and we have to drop people whatever um if we have to drop habits you know even if things that would bring us some joy but we feel like maybe those things were blocking us for something even something else that we wanted that's like next level you know again not saying that we should sacrifice our joy for like um advancement right i'm saying more of the things that we know that there's certain things that have been distracting us right so we feel like it's been too much of a distraction you know reassign it you know do less of it but kind of refocus and be like okay time for me to get back into like building you know myself and what i want Exactly. Yeah, I hear that. Hmm. Yeah, but uh, twenty twenty one. It's so crazy because twenty twenty one just feels like an extended twenty twenty. To be honest, like yeah, yeah. You know, we're still in the middle of pandemic. The only real difference is that people were. I feel like where people were at least somewhat cautious in 2020, sort of, it's like less people started giving a fuck in 2021. It was just like, yeah, we're just going to do whatever. And a lot of the like precautions, people were just being like, you know what? Nope, I'm tired of doing that. And it's like, well, no wonder that, you know, we now have Omarion and all these other variants. And there was like a variant that came out even after Omicron. It was like, uh, I forget what it was called, but it's like it's it's spreading everywhere, and we're having new spikes because people just decided that they didn't want to take care of themselves or anymore, or like they wanted, yeah. didn't want to wear masks, they didn't want to wash their hands, they didn't want to be like, maybe I won't go to this concert that's full of like three, four, five hundred people stacked on top of each other. So yeah. here we are. Yeah. yeah. People just started not giving a fuck in 2021. And it's just like, come on. We're trying to take care of not just yourself, the whole world. And what I've noticed is that they try to shield it like, oh, people who are dying have comorbidities. So, you know, they died. And it's just like, come on. Just because a person 
comorbidities just means disabled. Just because a person is disabled doesn't mean they deserve to die of COVID. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah, uh, this discussion of COVID has been very, like, very weird. And I think just being on Twitter, um, and I do follow a few people, um, and a few people who are, like, you know, whether you, I guess, uh, disabled or, like, you know, have some sort of, like, you know, I'll just use the word disabled, right? Some, some of them aren't always visible, right? And for a lot of people, it's like, you know, people forget about the long-term effects of COVID. I think people have brought up the fact that like, this is very new and we don't know what the long-term effects of it are, right? Yeah. A virus that like, you know, it's not like the common cold, right? This, like people have lost their sense of smell people have lost their sense of taste right these are like these are kind of like neurological things right so we have no idea how much is impacting the brain or the long-term impacts of those right mm -hmm. I know people who have who got COVID and sure they got better but they have not been the same since right you know their their breathing their lung tissue has been like permanently scarred right there are some people who have a certain level of pain now chronic pain that they didn't have before so again it's one of those things where it's like sure you know maybe you got it and it wasn't it wasn't nothing right there's some people who get it and it's like barely even like a common cold but you know, there's for some other people, it's very debilitating. So I think people kind of forget that part and they forget that, like, this is new for everyone. And, like, whether you trust the CDC or you don't trust the CDC, it's like they're learning about it in like real time and they're changing things in real time as they learn about things. So it's not like they're not getting everything perfect either, you know, but. And everyone is trying in some way. So I think people do need to take that into consideration too. Yeah. yeah. There's just a lot of distrust with the government, with the medical system and everything. So, yeah. you know, it, it's definitely understandable why people object to the vaccines or object to what, you know, CDC says and everything, you know, because they're just, you know, our government has failed us before. And, you know, instead of owning up to their failures, they gaslight people, you know, mm -hmm. and they don't acknowledge the fact that, yeah, we fucked up or yeah, we were wrong, we're sorry. But here's how we're going to correct it. Here's how we're going to make it better. Work with us, you know, you, you have not heard that yet. And so people, yeah. you know, are getting like, you know, you must take the vaccine, you must do this, you must do that. And it feels like you're getting parented by your own government. And, yeah. you know, now yeah. people are going to rebel. Like when you were a kid, when we were all kids, we rebelled against our parents whenever they forced us to do something. You know, depending on, you know, your family structure, you either got your ass whooped or you got like, you know, a tap on the hand or you got time out or whatever, you know, but Regardless, I think that's something we can all agree. When our parents force us to do something, we naturally rebelled. 
and that's the same thing that's happening right now. Like our government is just doing a not so good job <laughs> at yeah. trying to convince people about it. You know, like they, there's a lot of things that the government has to address to make people feel safe and to make people trust the government and trust like everything that they're saying, you know? Yeah. But instead, gaslighting other people, they're trying to pin people against each other, and that's not the way to go about it, honestly. If you want people to hop on the bandwagon, learn how to talk to people, learn how to, you know, just treat everyone the same instead of pinning people against each other. And I think that's something where the government has to work on, and they're still not working on it, you know? Yeah, and we're even getting to the point where, like, the vaccines are almost a mute point at this point. Like, sure, for some people, the vaccine lessens the severity of it. But we've because things have gone on for so long, there's so many new variants, you know, the vaccines aren't providing, like, total immunity because there's so many variants. Um, and... Mm-hmm. So now you have that on fact of the, like, you know, trying to force more people to get vaccines, but not, right now we're at the point where, like, the fact vaccines aren't going to guarantee that you don't get it. And even if you get the vaccine, because there's so many different variations, there's no guarantee that you aren't going to still going to get very, very sick. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. So just focus on, like, forcing everyone to get vaccinated again i think people should get vaccinated for their own safety but i think that's at this point it's particularly now compared to like last year or even late 2020 i feel it's definitely even more of an option because it's just like you know outside of it being mandated for your job or something like that it's like it's not doing nearly as much as we would have hoped it would have done for people. Mm-hmm. Not to say it's doing nothing, right? But, you know, a good portion of the population is vaccinated. You know, some have even gotten boosters and we're still having spikes and people are still being hospitalized, so. Exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, my um, family pastor, uh, he passed away. And he passed away last year. So the funeral is literally next week. And he got vaccinated. He took his booster. He did everything that they said for him to do. And he was a healthy old man. He was so healthy. And he still died from the vaccine. Not from the vaccine, but from COVID-19. Even though he was vaccinated, even though he took his booster. You know, so it just, you know, we're being told that, you know, it will make sure you don't die but people are still dying regardless you know and that's not something at least for me it's not something i see in the news like that being reported you know it's always get your vaccines get your boosters but people are still dying regardless from COVID-19 you know and it's all of its variants regardless if you're vaccinated regardless if you get boosters it's, it's really just dependent on your immune system at this point and if you could fight it off you know Regardless if you get vaccinated, unvaccinated, however you want to go about your own life. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's just at this point, like we've, we've been told that at least the vaccine will help a little bit or it will make sure you don't die. And yet people who literally get vaccinated, it doesn't protect them and they get severely sick, you know, still. So 
you know, it, it just makes me wonder sometimes, like, what exactly are you guys putting into the vaccines, you know? So, you know, it, it's really just dependent on of the, a person's immune system at this point, you know, because yeah. COVID-19 mutates so differently in people. And we're all trying our best, honestly. Like, for those who are vaccinated, they're trying their best to protect themselves and everybody else through vaccination. For those who are unvaccinated, they're trying their own way to protect themselves, you know, using, you know, just try to go about it in a different way, you know. Um, but I, I just believe that everyone is trying despite what the media said, you know, or how the media is portraying it, I should say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's just, and I think in general, people need to get over the idea of there being a back to normal or a post COVID. <laughs> yeah, anything yeah, no for the for, reality. Yeah, because for the foreseeable future, COVID is just, COVID's here to stay. Like, COVID has <laughs> moved her shit into our apartment and taken up, you know half of our bedroom said i'm here bitches like i ain't going nowhere you probably evicting squat is right exactly like (laughs) scope is not going nowhere so we might as well do what we need to do to what we feel we need to do to protect ourselves whether it's you know changing our diets you know changing you know getting being more active getting uh our vaccines and our booster shots you know wearing our masks cleaning you know very well the way we should be doing anyway um doing all the things and you know as of right now there's no post covid covid is just here so covid's here it's not a matter of if you're going to get it it's more of a matter of when so just do what you feel you need to do. And again, don't stop your life because of COVID. You got to keep living your life. So, you know, just do what you need to do to protect yourself. Take whatever precautions you feel you need to take. And, you know, that's all you can do right now. It's like yeah. COVID's here. It ain't going anywhere anytime soon or maybe even ever. It's literally going to be like the flu. You know how you get your flu shots every year? And I yeah. feel like it's just going to be like the flu, you know? Honestly, like, it's like, it's going to get some boosters to get your yearly immunization shots. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, oh my yeah. goodness, another shot I need to get every year? And I don't even be getting the flu shot like that. Yeah, like. I got the flu shot like <laughs> once. And that was back in 2020. I forgot why. Yeah, I don't, I don't think if I ever I got the it. flu shot. Because I'm not sure if my parents ever... I don't remember my parents ever having us get the flu shot. Maybe once or know. twice. But like, I don't know if I ever got I know I haven't before that. made the decision too. Yeah, no. Nah. I don't I remember. <laughs> Like, all I know is for some reason in 2020, for like the first time ever, I went and got the flu shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But last year I was like, eh, didn't really make a difference. So I'm not getting it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I never got it. Yeah. 
and I'm fine. <laughs> Thanks, the Lord. <laughs> yeah, I was in a um, I'm in a Facebook group that literally they were talking about it, and some people were like adamant that you need to get your flu shot because they were like, "Oh, I got deathly sick." Like it was so bad because I didn't get the flu shot. I was just like, "I'm not even gonna comment on this because I'm pretty sure that's never more based on your own ever again. immune system." Yeah. Literally, like the flu is just dependent on your immune system. Yeah, and honestly, it's just like it's it's person to person. And again, I think we li- I think we have the benefit, right, of living in a society where at least most people get their flu shots. So even for the people who don't, there's a chance for it to be less severe and all these other things. So I think we also need to acknowledge that as well. Very similarly, we need to acknowledge the fact that because most or a good majority of people get their COVID shots, you know, sure, numbers are spiking again, but it's not like a wildfire the way it really was before. Oh my God, yeah. We do need to acknowledge that as well. Yeah, like 20, what's it called, 2020, the beginning of 2020, just seeing all those dead bodies in Italy and all these countries and like literally like those news reports of having to get doctors from overseas to help us and stuff, like in comparison to now, like it's just so different. And it's like, it's one of those blessings in disguise because like people are still dying, people are still getting severely sick, but it's still not nearly as bad as it was before. So I feel like we're getting control over it, you know, but so it's slowly, you know, it's just like one of those things where it's like, it's a slow process to get over, you know, um, COVID-19. Exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But from less morbid and, you know, <laughs> Yeah, I feel um, like we always find a way to talk about COVID nineteen in our episodes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's it's you know it's a part of our daily lives now. Yeah, and it's just something that like is going to be a topic of discussion at some point. Um, yeah. but you know, going to twenty twenty two, um, you know, and just you know, actually no, before we get into twenty twenty two, uh, so kind of reflecting on our last year of podcasting probably year and a half not well year and a little bit now um what are some things you thought we did really well and what are some things you think we really need to improve on you know as a podcast and podcasters hmm. some things we did well um i think the way our structure is how loose it is I feel like that's something we do well because something that I noticed with other podcasts, like there's a structure to it. Like they'll do this and then, you know, talk about, you know, another thing. Like there's like a clear structure to it. Whereas for us, it's like, you know, we're free flowing, you know, and even though we have a topic, it's like we don't structure it too much. So that's something that I enjoy because it lets me speak from the heart. I'm the type of person to speak from the heart. Um, the thing that we could work on, I feel. <laughs> I'd say, like, I guess, like, our consistency, you know, like, not like, you know, I know I'm speaking for myself specifically, like, I, I need to be a, a little more consistent, you know, um, and try to, like, manage 
you know, myself and the podcast, you know? Um, yeah, so I think consistency is something we need to work on. Um, but the great thing about it is our structure. Mm, I think the, to me, the best thing is our unique perspectives. Um, mm. And then something that we need to work on, because I'm like heavy on social media, like I'm on, on it all the time. I feel like we need to work on our engagement, like actually engaging people to, you know, have like, because I see other people, they'll comment. We don't get that many comments on our posts. So maybe interacting with other podcasts and stuff like that could get us some more viewers or more followers and just bring more people awareness of what we're doing yeah i agree yeah um for me as far as what i would say is a highlight of what we do um i do think that we are we are good at having like structureless structure kind of like what Maxine was saying like we do have a structure right we do have it's a very like basic skeleton of how we want you know the discussion to go our topics how it's arranged and everything but like Maxine was saying you know because it's not like an itemized list and we're because it's not scripted I would so I'll go like that this isn't a scripted podcast we don't like go too heavy in what we want to say before can maybe a little bit in like when we're researching topics and stuff like that but it's not too heavily scripted and stuff like that so and I think that does allow us to really like speak honestly about you know the topics and how we're feeling and it also allows for like during the discussion you know, if someone has a different point of view and they present this new information, right? It allows us to be like, you know what? I didn't think about it like that. So let me go back and revise my position or, you know, shift how I was looking at the situation, right? Um, so it's a much more natural conversation. And I appreciate that we have pretty natural flowing conversations. Um, and then, um, while I would definitely love for us to be more consistent, you know, whether it's, you know, consistent with putting on episodes and stuff like that, right? The simple matter of the fact is that life is life and, you know, we're doing this podcast basically for free, you know, um, so it's not like we can like make this our top priority, but um, yeah. but I do think that, oh my goodness, <laughs> um, <Hey, Bob>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I, I agree with what Sasha was saying, right, which now I'm just like, what was Sasha saying, and I'm like, what was I saying, <laughs> um, our engagement, right, on social media, um, Again, I feel like the people who 
I think the people who our podcast is for will naturally find our podcast, right? Um, they will engage with us and stuff like that. But I do think that I would like for 2022 for us to have more engagement in general, right? At least more consistent engagement. Again, I don't want it to be like, you know, we're posting something like every day, daily. Like, again, we don't have like a PR person. This is like, you know, we do this podcast for free in our free time with our resources, right? Um, so, but even with that, I would love to just engage with people more, you know, on Instagram and on Twitter and stuff like that. Again, we do get some engagement and I'm appreciate, appreciative yeah. for everyone who does choose to engage with us yeah. and who has engaged with us so far and will engage with us in the future, you know? But again, more engagement and just being able to meet more people social media wise, um, I think would be very interesting and beneficial in the long run. Yeah. And I'm also hoping that in 2022, we can do a lot more networking events you know so like you know uh like pod and live and stuff like that afros and audios again those things like at least afros and audios i know was virtual last year and i don't think um pod and live was i don't think there was an event last year but i would love to be able to just go to more networking events as well so I would love to just more engagement in general, engagement on social media, and to be actually be able to like go to places to engage with people in person and see some of you guys' face and meet new people. So yeah. Yeah. I think that's something we could do this year, you know? Something we could add to our bucket list for Fulzy Chat Pod. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I totally agree with you. Yeah. Like it's hard to put this as a top priority, you know, given, like, you know, our individual lives, you know, we just got shit to do, <laughs> you know, um, but whenever we could get together, it's always a beautiful thing because mm -hmm. we get to just, you know, contribute in a way to like conversations that are happening now, you know, and back then, you know, back in like in our parents' days, you know, you would have to like physically like meet up with people or something like that you know it, it wasn't the same as it is now where you like you can have an audio conversation and connect with people so you yeah. know I think like once we get a hang on our engagement we can touch people more yeah I just want to make a brief comment sidebar this has nothing to do with anything but because you know I edit and I have to re-listen to all these you know episodes and stuff like that mm -hmm. the fact that Throughout this entire conversation, you know, Maxine was able to not say, you know, until that last part. Like that last part, you said, you know, <laughs> 15 times. But before that, you had barely said it. And I'm just like, awesome. And it wasn't until you started saying it. I was like, oh man, she hasn't said it this entire time. Or at least she hasn't said it that much. But, you know, <laughs> has nothing to do with anything. But I'm just like, had important sidebar because we had a conversation oh. about this episodes ago yeah and again me, we all me do and it my, you know 
I forget what those are called. They're called there's a there's a term for it when you use like filler words when you're speaking. I forget, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, you see, this time around, I tried to pause more. <laughs> you know what it is? I wasn't that excited in the beginning, but then I got super excited. And when you get excited, you start using up. the filler um, words. The filler words, you know? My brain is just running way too fast for me. <laughs> mm. uh, that's mm. fine. Yeah. That's fine. I have to see me all the time, which is yeah. why I tend to have lots of pauses where I'll like, hmm, and kind of pause what I'm doing and then go. Or say yeah. I'm a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like for me, my strategy is I listen a lot and then I put it together, then I say my little piece and then I go back to listening. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's funny. Yeah, chorus pauses are mad long. <laughs> there are times where like I think you're done and I'm like, yeah, and and he's like, but and I'm like, oh, we weren't done. Okay. I know. Again, I, we I talked about it before, but like, kind of like what Maxine was saying. I think much faster than the words come out, but because I yeah. think so quickly, I want to make sure that what's coming out of my mouth is coherent and not just a, you know, stream of consciousness thought bubble soup of like a bunch of words that people don't really understand as much. Yeah. So I'll yeah. do that. I'll try to pause think gather my thoughts and then say it right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i guess me i'm the only one who doesn't have a pause button <laughs> it's fine yeah no another now. chat with the pause cozy chat <laughs> there you go. yeah Again, we all do it. Everyone listening does it, right? Yeah. I've just become hypersensitive to it because then when I go back to edit, I'm like, there's another you know. It's like, you know, after every other sentence and I have to like edit out like five you knows. And then I'm, at some point I'm like, you know what? I'm not even doing all that. I'm going to leave them. You're going to, this is how we speak and you're going to take how we speak and you're just going to have to deal with it for the most Yo. part. <laughs> Yo, you know what's so funny? There was a time where, like, we were, like, always, like, talking on the podcast where I started to notice you picked up, Corey picked up on my you knows because he started to say you know a lot, too. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it started to, like, seep into me, and I was like, you know, and I'm like, wait, no, stop. <laughs> it's infectious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's because I hear it so often. It's like, you hear it subconsciously when we're talking in the podcast, but then I'm like, very cognizant of it when I'm editing. So now it's just yeah. like now it's become my feeling. Mm. I don't even know where I got you know from. Like that's the thing. It was just <laughs> it just came to me. You know, it just comes to people, you know? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Evan this last question for you guys what is one thing you guys are grateful about last year like if you could take just one piece of gratitude for last year what would it be um well i guess that's easy for me had like a whole ass baby last year so pretty oh how's that, that? <laughs> it's like 
she's a pretty chill baby too. Like, you know how people have those nightmare stories of like, oh, the baby's up all night and never getting any sleep and blah, 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 and all these other things. And it's like, they really make <laughs> her parenthood seem like a terror. I'm just like, nah, for the most part, as long as yeah, she's fed and changed and stuff, she's chill for the most part. And when she goes to sleep, she goes to sleep. You know, I think she's at the part now where she tries, because she's becoming much more aware of her surroundings, she doesn't want to go to sleep because she wants to just keep being aware of anything. So you have to like put her to sleep. But, you know, even then it's like, it's not that bad. So it's been a very chill experience. Um, nothing that I'm not too unfamiliar with so far, having like a big family with lots of babies and little children and stuff like that. I mean, it, it's different when it's like your baby and they can't leave and go home. But yeah, she's pretty, pretty relaxed for the most part. So it's been a good experience for me at least. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there are women in my family who wish to switch babies. <laughs> we have nightmare babies and I'm one of them. But <laughs> oh, you were with nightmare babies? I wasn't you tried all that? They literally... <laughs> Not even I just I was a wild kid. I would be the one to break things, run around, take off my diaper, poop on the floor, pee every on their faces. I was a nightmare child. But my cousin, um, I call him my brother, but Ethan, he um what you call it? he's like me 2.0 of how I was as a baby. So he's even worse than how I was. And I'm just like, oh my God. It made me very thankful for my family, you know, because I was a handful as a baby. I was definitely a handful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. What was the question again? Because I honestly, like, I tuned out for a second and then I heard the whole answer Corey gave and I was like, I have no idea what the question was. Oh, yeah. I said, what's one thing that um, you're grateful for um, in last year, 2021? What's one thing you can take from 2021 that you're grateful for? Mm, <laughs> one thing from 2021 that I'm grateful That's a hard one. Um, I would say I'm grateful for my close friend because it really, like the pandemic really helped me realize who my closest circle of friends is. And I was able to really cultivate those relationships in 2021 that's beautiful and I can totally agree with that one um something that I'm grateful for in 2021 I think something that I'm grateful for is self-discovery because there was a lot of you know missing like you guys don't know this about me but there was a lot of missing gaps in my life as a kid and, you know, last year, I was able to put 
some of those pieces together, you know, and it just felt like I was whole, you know, knowing certain things about my past and just, you know, knowing my life because like there were just gaps I just didn't know about. And now I know and it just feels like I have a piece about my past, you know, that I could finally just feel, you know, confident enough to just move forward and put it behind me. So I think one thing I'm grateful for is self-discovery. Yeah, it's better than what I was going to say. I was going to say, I'm just grateful that I'm alive, which is oh. like usually, <laughs> that's usually mm-hmm. my goal I mean, when I'm depressed. Yeah. Yeah, I am grateful for that. Yeah, that I'm alive. <laughs> ay, ay. So yeah, grateful for those two things then. So now that we've talked about the things we're grateful for from 2021, um, what are some of, some of the things we're hoping to get out of 2022? Not necessarily as like a podcast, but like individually, what are some things that you want, you know, to manifest in your life uh, for 2022 or some changes you want to make? Hmm. I'd say um, in 2022, I hope that I can work on bringing the inner conflict within myself. Like I could just bridge it, you know, like I could just make amends with that inside of myself. I just hope that I could do that and that um, I could stay more present and just enjoy life more for what it is instead of like having expectations for myself or for anyone else or for my life you know I could just take life for what it is each and every day that's something I want to practice in 2022 Mm. in 2022 like if all goes as scheduled I should be able to graduate or like finish my studies in fall 2022. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, It's nice. Yeah, it hasn't been a long, hard road, but it's been something that I've been passionate about. So I'm excited to get through my whole program and finish up. I'm definitely excited for you. We'll definitely be there to like, clap and be like you graduated yay yeah Yeah, my I don't know if I'm gonna like try to go to graduation I've graduated from college two times already Mm -hmm. so I'm not sure if I really want to do it again but we'll see yeah um as for me uh I guess for me for 2022, I'm just hoping for what I plan to do is to just really dive into like my creativity and my creative space into like to really, you know, kind of reignite that, you know, like when it comes to like, like I'm a very like overall artist, right? You know, I draw, I do photography, I dance. Like, there's so many things that I have done as an artist, you know, from performance art to visual arts, right? And 
is something that I feel has been lacking in the last few years, particularly the performing arts part. Um, so I think 2022 is definitely the year for me to just, whether I'm like, you know, going out and getting back into acting again or something like that, but more along the lines of just creating in general, you know, I want to draw more. I want to take even more pictures. I want to work on even more filming video projects, right? I want to really die. Like I want to move away from like my regular jobs, you know, which I use to sustain me to like working in arts and entertainment and then having that be the, the sector that really sustains me financially, right? So that I can just stay immersed in it. Right, so I think 2022 is about like really shifting that. Um, I did have plans, like it's one of those things where like, uh, I had always felt like 2020 was gonna be the year to make that shift, but then, you know, 2020 was 2020 and then 2021 was, I mean, like I said, I had another grand shift where it was like, okay, it just rearranged certain priorities but now I'm just like, okay, it's time to double down, right? No more delays. So let's really get into like creating and, you know, really immersing myself back into the arts, going, you know, to more like creative spaces and being around creative people. And, you know, and just creating for the sake of creating, whether it turns out to be something that becomes profitable or not isn't necessarily the biggest focus overall um even though again I do want to move from like private sector stuff to like doing you know arts and entertainment full-time and that being my full-time thing um but at least starting that transition that's definitely something you know to make that the priority and that like the focal point that's definitely what I want 2022 to be for me. Nice. Just prophesize that we all gotta prophesize. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I believe that we can make that happen. Yes. And another thing is that, you know, I want us to have like 25, 20 something more episodes of a Cozy Chat podcast in 2022. <laughs> right? Make it to year two. I want to be back here. Exactly. I want us to be back yeah. here in 2023 and have even yeah. more things that we're proud of and more things that we've done that we continue to build this moving forward. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with it. Yeah. I'm down. Down right. for the crown. <laughs> well i would just like to thank uh all of our listeners and everyone who has been supporting us and rocking with us you know since the first episode or if you came in the middle of the podcast or even if this is your first episode you know thank you for turning tuning in you know thank you for deciding to invest in us with your time right outside of like the likes and clicks and shares right I think time is probably the most precious thing and the most precious investment you can give to any product, you know, any piece of creative entertainment, stuff like that. So thank you for investing your time in us and we hope that 
that investment has, you know, bore some sort of fruit, you know, has been beneficial or entertained for you in some way. Um, so thank you for rocking with us. I hope you continue to rock with us and I hope we continue to get even more listeners. And as always, you can contact us and engage with us on Instagram and Twitter at Koji Chat Pod. And if you have anything that you want us to talk about, you know, in 2022, if there are, you know, topics that you feel need to be discussed that aren't being discussed, right, no matter how big or small, you know, feel free to send us an email or shoot us some articles, cozychatpodcast at gmail.com, right? And as always, you can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at cozy, uh, not cozychat, <laughs> I mean, you can, <laughs> but you can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at youngroyalty580. You can catch me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Sash underscore Marguerite. Yes, and you can catch me on the Instagram at Maxine underscore Antoine. On Facebook, Maxine Antoine. And what else? Do I have anything else? I, I think that's it. I probably, I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, YouTube, Maximus. Yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and once again, thank you for joining in and tuning in to Cozy Chat Podcast. And we will see you guys next time. Bye, guys. See you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. See you later. Okay.